0: The interviews and discussions on this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello there, I'm your host Peter Strachan. Welcome to Stockhead's Rock Young. ADX has just completed a successful flow test program at its Ansoff oil and gas discovery in Upper Austria, and this week announced that it has more than doubled the size of its exploration permits in that nation, highlighting a massive gas prospect in the process. Here to bring us up to date with results and development plans is the company's executive chairman, Ian Chaikos. Welcome, Ian. You must be very pleased with the progress in Austria so far. But before we get into the really ground-shaking news by ADX this week, can you start by giving us an update on the production plans for the Anchoff oil discovery? Yeah, Peter, uh, uh, thank you and certainly happy to do that. So, uh,
1: yes, we, we drilled a successful uh, discovery well on Ansoff, uh in uh, January. Uh, we completed that well, and uh, recently uh, we tested the well. We, originally, we came out with an estimate of uh, production rate around uh, 75 barrels a day, which is quite modest. We drilled the well right at the crest of the structure, uh, where we expected we'd encounter uh, very uh, thin sands compared to the rest of the, uh, the rest of the potential field. Um, but that was necessary to be able to make sure that we got our seismic right and we drilled, uh, we, we knew, if you like, the structural um, orientation of uh, of, of So uh, the, the well actually came in uh, four metres high to prognosis and, and we're pretty high, happy with our, uh, if you like, our pre-drill audited estimates, mid-estimates of around 6 million barrels.
0: What's the timeline now uh, to get first oil and how much better do you think the thing will flow once it's uh, cleaned up and ready uh, to actually go on production?
1: Yeah, well, firstly, uh, when, when we actually got our gauges out of the hole and we got a better understanding of what the flow periods were for the well, uh, we, we registered actually 130 barrels a day, so uh, almost, uh, almost doubling of the production rate. Uh, and that was prior to acidization. Uh, we've now uh, acidized the well, and we've actually run a completion in the hole, uh, ready to produce. And typically, these wells will Im- improve somewhere between uh, anywhere from twenty percent to about six hundred percent increase oh. in productivity. But look, probably we're, we're expecting twenty or thirty percent increase in productivity. Now, uh, right now, we're, we're looking at. Uh, installing a temporary facility to be able to produce the well. Uh, we're very close to a, uh, a loadout facility, about 15 kilometres away. So what we can do is set up to, uh, to flow the well for up to a year uh, before we get a production licence um, and, uh, and start earning cash flow. So that's important for us because that would be about a uh, you know, 30% increase in our current production rate from, uh, from Austria.
0: Yeah, so in Austria, you're producing at about 250, 260 barrels of oil equivalent. And if this thing comes on at 150 or a little bit more, it's going to be pretty exciting for you. And, of course, you've got 80% equity in the, in the production.
1: Yeah, that's correct. I mean, current flow rates are around uh, 300 barrels a day. I mean, what, what's been important for us is uh, last quarter, our revenues increased by around 40%. Um, we were still hedged at around $70 a barrel. So this quarter we're we're expecting uh, even uh, higher revenues. So uh, the, the revenue side of the business is is, is growing very well. Uh, also, we're, we've tried to increase our uh, our contribution of gas. Uh, now gas is about ten percent of our production there, and uh, but gas gets an equivalent well equivalent of around one hundred and eighty dollars a barrel. Yeah.
0: So, what? How? When do you think the uh, off discovery will actually be flowing through to your, you know, into your tanks and being delivered? Yeah. Look, I, I can't say right now. We're, we're looking at a number of options, ra- ranged
1: from you know, uh, very much service company uh, test facilities uh, to semi permanent facilities, which would be uh, much better because they could be unmanned. Obviously, we're yeah. very keen to get in production for cash flow as well as knowledge of the reservoir. Uh, but, look, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll be in, in production
0: in, a, in sort of a two- to three-month time frame. Yeah, so early in uh, the new financial year. So, uh, Ian, has planning for an oil development well been sidelined by a focus on this massive Welchow gas target that you've announced earlier in the week? And how is that going to uh, impact on development drilling at Anchoff?
1: Yeah, look, we're hoping we can uh, walk and chew gum at the same time. So, look, we, we, we what we've currently got, because you, you probably recall, uh, what we've got there is a three-well location. So that enables us to drill up to two wells uh, on Anshoff. So, look, we're, we're very keen to get uh, another well on Anshoff drilled. Uh, we expect that uh, the next well will encounter probably around uh, three or four times the column uh, that we encountered in the Anshoff three-well so that that would give us a, a proportionately uh higher production rate as well so we're doing we're doing that in parallel uh we're now working on uh permitting and uh planning for a uh well this is the the big uh, gas prospect uh but we're also working on our on our hydrogen project as well so look there there is yeah. a lot going on but certainly on the oil and gas side very much the focus is on um uh, drilling another Anshoff well and and getting ourselves in a position to to drill uh well char.
0: So Ian, what's uh, what about the gas that you discovered in the, the upper section? Would would that require like a separate shallow well or are you are you just gonna think about that for the moment? Well what what our thinking is there
1: because because we're we're seeing actually better than expected uh, production rates from deeper in the well. Um what we don't want to do is come up the well and and put holes in the casing because that would uh, uh, diminish our ability to produce the the deeper oil. So with our next well, what we'd be planning to do is we'll actually plan for a test. So what we'll do is we'll drill the well uh, and then we would do an open hole test uh, as part of the the drilling down to a deeper oil target. And then once we've tested it, then we can think about whether it warrants, if you like, a separate well uh, just to produce the gas the yeah. the nice thing about oil is you you don't need a lot of facilities this is a, a, a pretty low gor or, or dead oil so it's very easy to produce and truck uh, we basically produce the oil into a, into a container uh, because it's very low very low um, uh, gas so yeah. uh, that that that's kind of our preference at the moment
0: so in your, the announcement this week, you've almost tripled the size of your permits in uh, in Austria, and in doing so you've outlined this new uh, massive gas uh, prospect, uh, which is sort of 23 kilometres long. Can you tell the listener how ADX was able to expand its interests in Austria and what, what's its position there? Yeah, well, we, we were very lucky
1: when, when we first came into uh, into Austria, we we bought our little oil field, and we also gained access to all the data that was available in in Upper Austria. Just for the listeners, our product current production, our uh, we've got a little field uh, which is in the Vienna Basin, about seventy kilometers east of uh, Vienna, and our exploration acreage is on the other side of the country uh, towards Germany, uh, fairly close to Munich, uh, where. Um, A company called RAG also has a very substantial infrastructure for gas storage and some gas production. So they basically got out of exploration. They're they're owned by uh, utilities and they decided they didn't want to continue in the EMP sector. So we inherited about €100 million worth of seismic data and and drilling data. And part of that data set was they also uh, did some studies on a well that was drilled by OMV called Mollen. Mollen was drilled in 1988 and 1989. It was uh, basically uh, targeting uh, the subthrust targets below the Calcarinus Alps, and uh, that well drilled through some fairly shallow sediments which were absolutely full of gas before trying to find much deeper oil targets now we, we always loved this but it was uh, if you like outside of the the core area that we originally picked up and the licensing regime in Austria is such that you you pay based on the area you, you also have to pay uh, put up a bank guarantee for for abandonment in this case it's about five hundred thousand euros uh, and at that early in the early in I guess in in uh, twenty uh, twenty one uh, it was uh, Uh, you know, times are still pretty challenging with low oil price. So uh, we didn't feel it was prudent at the time. Uh, Since then, obviously, our cash flows are up. And we we think this is a a fabulous opportunity. And I guess the other big thing that's happened between, say, the beginning of 2021 and now is gas prices have increased fivefold. And that was before even Ukraine took place. So there's never been a better time to go and uh,
0: drill a a big gas prospect in the middle of Europe. So, Ian, what needs to be done before well chow can be drilled and what do you think the cost will be of an exploration well on this sort of relatively shallow target? Yeah, I mean,
1: we're looking at about a 2,000 metre well here, uh, but we're we're also, uh, because we're in you know, a sort of a sub-mountainous area, uh, we, we want to drill it from, a if you like, a good well location uh, so probably it's going to be somewhere around the, the three million euros.
0: Yeah, and how does that compare with the Anchoff?
1: Yeah, pre- pretty similar actually. I mean, Anchoff is yeah. around uh, uh, around two thousand meters as well. Uh, but again, that that was a deviated well, so uh, we could make this well a bit shallower uh,
0: than say the, the Anchoff wells. Yeah. So uh, at this stage, and do you have a upper and lower? Our target, you've you've announced your best estimate of seven hundred and fifty billion cubic feet. Are, are there any other statistics, like probability of success?
1: Yeah, look, what we'd like to do is is put all that out in a, if you like, a, a more complete release, because as you, as you know, uh, with with the ASX compliance, we, we need to qualify very carefully what we say. So, sure, sure. what we're planning to do is to come out with a, a very detailed uh, presentation. On on Walchow, well which also covers the results of the of the Mullen well, which is down dip, and our Mullen uh, encountered more than 400 meters of of, of gas, and actually did test uh, pipeline quality gas. So um, so that that's a very important part of the story. Uh, but obviously we, we we need to be pretty clear on how our, our estimates were derived. Uh, but there's a hell of a lot of gas in the system. Uh, We're just concentrating on on one zone, Uh, but there's also uh, other potential that we we can't really uh, look at right now. I think if we uh, found uh, 750 BCF of gas, we'd we'd be pretty happy and then we could look at what else is out there.
0: Sure. So, look, beyond that Molnwell, which sort of tipped the rim of the structure and was drilled, as you say, 33 years ago. Um, is there any other seismic anomalism or direct hydrocarbon indicators that you've been able to see over the uh, the structure?
1: Yeah, well, look, this is very uh, analogous to some of the overthrust plays, that you, the, the very big things you see in Iran and Kurdistan. So... We've got, uh, you know, very good line of seismic. But what's been what's been a very what is quite a new, if you like, area of uh, of, uh, of, of geology has been what they call section balancing, which is basically to be able to model uh, the way these overthrust belts are put together. Uh, but so a lot of work's been done on that by by industry experts, uh, and that gives us a very good understanding of uh, if you like the the geology and, and the formation of, of that structure um, so that that's really what this is is really hinged on uh because it, it's a bit like papua new guinea it's not you know a lot of the work uh, was done on surface geology combined with seismic because yeah. uh, and that and that gives you a very good understanding of of the structure
0: okay and so um with the uh well, Chow, you're looking now at, at a farm out. When, have you started that or will you wait until you've got your, all of your ducks in a row? I mean, you've already got a portfolio of exploration prospects, so you've, you've had people looking at those. How, uh, how difficult do you think it will be to get someone to come in and, and what sort of terms would you be able to look for? Will it be better than the you got at Anchoff, where you had a uh, selling a 20% interest for 40% coverage of the cost? Yeah, I mean, Anshoff, we basically got a, a it was a, a two for one, but it was actually
1: it's actually over two wells. So X State would would also to stay in Ansof, uh would also pay forty percent of the next well. So th- that was uh, you know a, a pretty good deal for us, but I, and, and as it's turned out, uh, a good deal for for them as well. Uh, look, I, I think that there's not many places you could point to uh, with infrastructure, a prospect where you've got. You already know the gas is there, uh, and so we, we'd, be, we'd be looking for some uh, pretty pretty spectacular terms on this. I think the other yeah. important thing is, I mean, what we've seen in, in particularly in the Australian sector is that not... There there's, hasn't been a lot of excitement over, say, production increases. Obviously, it's good for companies, and while the oil price has gone up substantially, we haven't seen a big lift in the market capitalization of uh, other oil and gas companies. Uh, in Australia no. uh, based on production. But what investors do seem very interested in is uh, if you can deliver highly prospective uh, and, I guess, game-changing exploration uh, prospects. Yeah. So I, I think that this will, will gain uh, a lot of uh, interest potentially from some Australian companies as well as uh, European companies. Uh, we are we are in in discussions with multiple companies in relation to some of the other things that we've got, which which range, you know, from you know sort of um, 100 120 bcf type prospects that are uh, sort of a, a risk of around 20% chance of success to to some things that are four or five bcf that are 70 80% chance of success, and there, there are different people that are interested in in, in different things.
0: Yeah. So, um, I mean, just in terms of the value, I mean, even 100 billion cubic feet of gas in Austria today, if you were to sell it at current prices, it'd be about $3 billion worth of revenue. So quite a quite a, a big uh, prospect for a company with a market cap of a currently sort of $24 million in form of ADX.
1: Oh, yeah, look, the numbers are absolutely staggering. Uh, so, you know, sort of, when you when you think on on a barrel equivalent basis that uh, yeah. gas is almost uh, twice the value of of oil uh, yes yeah, so th- those sort sorts of numbers are uh, you know uh, are incredible i mean well chow is you know multiples of tens of billions uh, if if yeah. uh, if it comes in so yeah yeah look i mean it's 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 very exciting um uh, the important thing is we can get these things drilled. I mean, one of the nice things in Austria is basically we picked up the licence in, in January last year, uh, our, our original 450 square kilometres, and we were commencing drilling um, Anschoff by uh, mid-December. And there's there's not many countries now that you can you can do that. Uh, and part of the reason is that I, I guess the, the authorities uh, know that things are going to be done well and they have a high degree of confidence in in where we're doing, but also the community is used to uh,
0: you know people drilling
1: oil and gas, and and uh, and it's it's a it's a big part of their their economy.
0: Well, it's going to be very exciting uh, to see that that summary come out. And now, Ian, you've also scoped out potential for very large geothermal resource, capable of delivering over fifteen megawatts of energy. Is this a hot dry rock environment like you get in the Cooper Basin or is it the wet rocks like we see in Iceland and New Zealand and what would be the business model?
1: Yeah, this is uh, very analogous to uh, a very big industry in Germany uh, where geothermal has become uh, you know, a substantial part of their, their energy mix. So in this case it is wet rock. I mean basically you're, uh, you're, you're drilling into Malmian uh, reservoirs uh, that are you know sitting close to the Alps who get which get nice and hot uh, and so they're very high permeability uh fractured reservoirs they they can also be uh, oil and gas targets uh, in this case we' uh, we're we're, we're, uh, we're working on them being a, a geothermal target and we're we're very close to a very analogous uh, if you like uh, exploration opportunity. Uh, across the border in Germany, that's uh, uh, currently producing at uh, around 15 to 20 megawatts. So the, that's on the basis of a, a two well development, uh, and uh, we, we so we've done a lot of studies on this. Uh, we've brought in geothermal experts that you know have developed other other uh, resources. Uh, but the nice thing is a lot of these are almost like a stack pay, so you get you can get shallow gas as well, which helps your economics, and then you get. Geothermal, which is obviously twenty four seven, very long term uh, type uh, development, so uh, it, yeah. it can work really nicely for you. And uh, what, what's happening now, obviously with you know soaring prices of, of energy in Europe, a lot of say things like town heating or cogeneration was uh, was done with with oil and gas. Uh, now uh, you know geothermal is really highly sought after as an alternative.
0: And you've got a lot on your plate, and some pretty exciting times as your technical people work through all the opportunities, and you also uh, line up your uh, dancing partners to uh, to go and drill some of these prospects in your portfolio, as well, of course, as by hopefully by July we'll see you know hundred plus barrels of oil a day coming out of this new uh, field to add uh, revenue and, you know, $115 a barrel currently, um, that's quite a decent sort of margin. Yeah, no,
1: it's, it's, it's a, it's a fabulous, fabulous time to be in oil and gas. We, we, we had some difficult times, but uh, uh, now we're, we're bearing some fruit.
0: Okay, and well, thanks for coming in to talk to us at Stockhead today and uh, we'll look forward hopefully July and August when you've got the production coming along and you've, you've closer to a farm out, uh, we can have another chat.
1: I look forward to that. Thank you very much, Peter.